0: Listen to the podcast, Life and Advice from Inside CDS. It's your source of business and accounting news, leadership advice, and actionable takeaways that you can implement in your own life and business. Now, here's our guest, partner Kelly O'Farrell, and the Director of Business Advisory Services at CDS, Bill Fenske. They are going to share some insights on cash flow forecasting and projection.
1: Welcome to this edition of Life and Advice from Inside CDS on cash flow forecasting and projections. To start out this edition, Bill, could you tell me what is cash flow forecasting? Sure,
0: uh, cash flow forecasting is, is is really a projection of the organization's future financial position, specifically related to cash. Uh, there's a financial forecast that you can do, but a cash flow is specifically relates to uh, what are we what are we what are our inflows and our outflows and how that's all converted to cash. Um, And typically, it's over a period of time, whether it's, uh, you know, typically, we like to look at quarterly numbers, but you can do a semi-annual or you can do an annual uh, cash forecast. Inflows and outflows, I use that term that typically refers to revenues and expenses. However, there's a caveat to that, that if a business is a capital intensive business, meaning they buy a lot of equipment, they buy a lot of trucks, you know, things to that nature, your capital acquisition plan needs to factor in here because that would be considered an outflow. So it's not always just directly related to expenses. Your capital uh, expenditures can relate into Outflows as
1: well, and that would be specific to certain industries. Very much so. So, if you were, um, uh,
0: it's so. Let's say you are a road uh, construction contractor. You're always buying trucks Mm -hmm. and pavers, and and I'm already past my knowledge of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, but you're always buying new pieces of equipment. That has that's part of the cash forecasting and part of what the outflows are. Another real component about cash flow forecasting is managing working capital and uh, working capital and how does that uh, specifically relate to what our receivables are and collecting them and then what our payables are and paying these our invoices Um, obviously we want to be able to manage our payables and revenue receivables in order to increase our cash there's a concept within cash flow forecasting that's called working capital efficiency um it's a, it's kind of a fancy phrase but it really centers around the idea of how do we turn our inventory into sales which then it ends up turning into cash and so it's all about our inventory into sales our sales into cash and then ultimately managing our our cash our cash flows within this process from buying the inventory to collecting from the from the customer and that's really the working capital efficiency that's critical
1: to cash flow forecasting. That's a term that bankers look at often is the working capital and the efficiency of the working capital. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and really, you know, there's all
0: sorts of on a balance sheet, all sorts of items of working capital, but it mainly gets down
1: to receivables and payables. Mm-hmm. Um, another term that relates to cash flow forecasting um, is balance sheet management. What is meant by this and why is this important to a company? Well, balance
0: sheet management, I think, is one of the most critical aspects that your your head financial person, often in companies, is the CFO, uh, their responsibility of managing the balance sheet. And there's three aspects to the balance sheet. There's the working capital, which is really current assets and current liabilities. There's long-term assets and long-term liabilities, which really get into your capital expenditures and your debt. And then there's the owner's equity. And this gets into looking at how much are you going to allocate to capital expenditures? How are you going to utilize debt for... To manage those capital expenditures and manage your operation, and then how does that factor in with owner distributions? Uh, and that is really the the, the primary component of balance sheet management. Why is that so important? Because I believe that you need to have a blend of those aspects to effectively manage your balance sheet and effectively manage the expectations of owners, whether that gets into the uh, the profitability of it and then ultimately the distribution of the profits back to the owners.
1: So what are the keys to the success of a cash flow forecast? Well I think the first key is really understanding
0: and acknowledging the need. Uh, Usually the basics. It it, it really is. It's, It's why do we do this and having that that understanding of why is it so critical to have a cash flow forecast. So, I think that's the first piece, the understanding and the acknowledgement. The second aspect is that there's a key stakeholder agreement of what we're what we're trying to accomplish Um, and making decisions among the key stakeholders around our targets and then what our projections are and then what our results are end up to actually be and then how are we going to intervene if let's say our projections are are, our excuse me let's say our actual results are lower than our projections, meaning our cash is not coming in as as fast as we thought it was going to. What are we going to do to take intervening steps to improve that? There Mm -hmm. has to be agreement among the key stakeholders of how are we going to, what actions are we gonna take in order to adjust or make improvements. So I think that's the second as the key uh, success to a cash flow forecast. And then the third, the third key, and I'll kind of combine a couple of ideas, is the cash flow forecast needs to be aligned with the strategic plan of the company, and it needs to be aligned with the financial forecast of the company. We have to understand, where are we trying to get to? Where is the company going? Uh, and that's about the strategic plan. And then the for- financial forecast and the cash flow forecast help us understand, well, how are we going to get there in terms of what resources are going to be needed in order to get there? So if we're in a, I'll give you an example, if we're in a, um, one of our key drivers of our strategic plan is growth, you know, that's going to then factor into our decision-making and, and what we goes into the forecast in terms of, well, if we're going to grow the company, are we going to move into new territories? Are we going to add new services or are we going to acquire? All of those are going to require cash and are going to require cash and consume cash. And so that has to be part of the planning process.
1: That really sounds to me like you have to have all aspects. Most of the time, when you talk about um, forecasting, projections, those are kind of Excel spreadsheet terms. So you're thinking of mainly the accountant. But it sounds to me like you would recommend the or, the owners and everybody kind of be involved in the initial meetings to get this whole started, so that everybody is moving in the in the right direction and has all the relative information.
0: Absolutely, it's it's a um, it, it it's a team effort. Um, mm-hmm. I recall from a previous life, we, you know, the, as the a, as a, as a CFO, you know, we would, in the finance department, would generate and create this. But we'd have to explain it so everybody bought into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, this is the right thing to do. Uh, and, and what's really amazing um, is when you step back from the process, especially you look at the basic process of the uh, procurement or purchasing to sales process that pretty much affects everybody. Everybody involved in the company is actually part of one of those steps. And like I always like to say is, well, what do you need in order to meet payroll? Mm -hmm. You gotta have cash because we're we're not, we're long past the idea of, of bartering for wages. And you have people expect that every two weeks, twice a month, whatever it is, that there's gonna be a cash deposited in my checking account for the services I provided you. Uh, and that really, when I have found that, when you put it in that kind of context, everybody understands. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm part of this too.
1: Getting employees paid is usually something all people want to happen, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a real important aspect. Uh, so,
1: how often should these cash flows be created?
0: Well, I I would argue that not less than quarterly, meaning that every quarter you should be updating your cash forecast. Now, um, you know that's that's a, a general rule. I think there are other there are. Um, You you could have a business that um, has a very strong balance sheet and very strong cash flows. You could maybe go to six months updating it. Um, but you do, but that would be, I I think the frequency of, you don't wanna go longer than that updating it. Typically you'll have a, uh, well, we used to have a three to five year financial forecast. Now we're kind of with COVID and everything, all these changes, we've kind of pushed that back down to two or three years and then breaking that down into quarters. And so I always like to kind of look at it of eight to 10 to 12 quarters of financial forecast. Every quarter, every three months, we update it. Now, why is that important? Why well, we may get a uh, a large contract. We mm-hmm. may get, um, um, let's just leave it as a large contract that requires a lot of cash up front in order to deliver. Maybe we're, um, yeah, Just I'll, I'll just leave it like that. In order to deliver and then we get paid more at the back end. Well, you know, if it's a you know a few million dollar project and we're a twenty million dollar company, well, that that could have significant impact, and you need to be able to adjust regularly in order to uh, uh, to understand. All right, we're going to have some cat We're going to be kind of short of cash flow until that that big contract starts paying and starts coming in. Now you can mm-hmm. say, well we'll just get them to pay early. Well, but that might not be part of the deal. That might not be part of the agreement you have with this new client or new customer. Uh, and so you have to just make sure you understand with that uh, what that means and how it impacts you. Once again, that is now I've involved some other areas of the business that are part of this that I need to want to let them know about. And then two, they can help me Of what that forecast looks like.
1: Sounds to me like this isn't one of those spreadsheets where you do it at the year end and then you put away until another year end and you cross it off your checklist. It should be more part of a planning. And if you're a diligent owner and financial person, you should be looking at this on a regular basis and updating.
0: On a very regular basis. What what I would encourage is, um, you know, there's really about, you know, a half a dozen lines or types of inflows and outflows that Mm -hmm. really affect. Focus on those. Don't, you, know, you look at your, uh, your chart of accounts or your uh, income statement and there's 30 or 40 lines on there. Don't look at all 30 or 40. Narrow it down because there's only a, a select few that really make the difference. Stay focused on those and then adjust or, um, yeah, really just adjust mm-hmm. based on what your experience has been and what new information you have uh, in order to make it, have a timely intervention.
1: Yeah, that's a great tip. Sometimes people get lost too much in the details of things. Uh, so now we've talked about what a cash flow forecast is and really why it's needed. Um, are there different types of cash flow forecasting methods? Not
0: really. I would I would argue that there's really uh, there's the, uh, the basic cash flow forecasting. Now there's you can have some. Um, you can have some different approaches based on what your needs are, uh, but there's really just, there's really a, and I, once again, keeping it simple, uh, there's really a a, a a simple method to doing it that has a lot of influences into it. Um, but I would argue that really the factors that influence a cash flow forecast are all basically the same.
1: Okay. So why should you create a cash flow forecast and you know, what does a sound, realistic cash flow projection enable a business to do? Well first of
0: all, I I think we need to talk about cash and cash balances. So the amount of cash that you have available on your balance sheet, whether that's in your checking account, your savings account, whatever, wherever it may be, but the the, the cash, and I'll speak more of a general term, a uh, cash allows you to implement your strategy. Um, it allows you to uh, to quickly seize opportunities related to growth and acquisitions that uh, that uh, may or may not require uh, bank borrowing. Um, And then flipping it on the other side, lack of cash can negatively affect your strategy. Of you have an opportunity, but you can't seize the opportunity until you get, you know, let me exaggerate a little bit, uh, six to nine months of bank qualification work. And at that time, the opportunity might be gone because the the seller might say, you know what, I'm just going to go to this person who's got the cash, that I've just I want out. Um, And the other thing that a lack of cash can do is uh, force difficult decisions that may negatively impair the long term sustainability of a company. Recall a company that uh, I had um, familiarity with that had a very strategic asset mm-hmm. and they were forced to sell it because they did not, they could not meet their cash. The only way they could meet their cash covenant was to liquidate that real estate into cash. And as a result, you know, it had a significantly negative effect on their strategy. So now we have the cash and cash balances. So how does cash flow mm-hmm. impact cash balances? Uh, and so similarly, it's is critical cash balances and cash flows. And, you know, I think it's obvious that if you don't have positive cash flow or pass positive inflows, you're going to run out of money at some time. So your sustainability is not there. Uh, but likewise, on the counter side of it is if a company can grow and pro- prosper with positive cash flows, even if it's starting out with a small amount. So that's how cash flow can uh, and does impact cash balances.
1: As you mentioned, just taking your inventory, turning it into cash getting a receivable and then turning into cash. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so you like to say often cash is king and cash flow is queen. Tell us about that. What do you mean by that?
0: I would argue that both are equally important in the long-term sustainability and prosperity of a company. You have mm-hmm. to have cash to implement your strategy, and you have to have positive cash flow to replenish your cash that you use to implement your strategy. So it's critically important, the two concepts of how much cash do you have on hand and what's your positive cash flow every year.
1: Uh, an analogy has come to mind. If I say I want to remodel a house and my husband says, well, you have to go to work to do that. It's kind of that way, right?
0: It's kind of that way. Yeah, We have yeah. some
1: cash, but you need to go to work then because if you want to do this, right?
0: Right. Because <laughs> you you would run out of cash when- Yes. Yep. Yes. And then, and then you get back up to the first point we talked about of lack of cash could force a negative decision.
1: Right. I don't yep. get to remodel my house. So you don't
0: get to remodel your house.
1: Uh, what are the four to five must-haves to create a consistent cash flow forecast?
0: Well, I think there's a uh, the the first one, which has about four or five parts to it, uh, are the key components of a cash fo- uh, cash flow forecast, and that's understanding your sales cycle, understanding your purchasing cycle. Uh, developing a capital expenditure plan that is realistic and affordable. And then, how do you best utilize long term debt uh, and to identify opportunities of managing your balance sheet? You know, we talked about that earlier, but how do you use debt to manage that? And then, how do owner distributions fit into the equation to meet the needs and the demands of the owners? Uh, that's another key component that has to fit into that cash flow forecast. Another must have. Our targets and objectives. They need to be realistic because we don't want to create just you know, sprinkle fairy dust and think it'll magically appear. But they need to be aggressive enough in order to push the company forward. And that really gets into we need to benchmark our targets, meaning we need to set goals for how much cash do we want on our balance sheet. You know, and people will say, well, I want a million dollars. Well, that gets into well, how many days of cash could you operate your mm-hmm. business if you didn't have anything coming in creating the da- day's cash on hand target. Uh, so that is critical. Uh, another must have with the cash flow forecast. And then I mentioned it before and we'll uh, skip through it about the buy-in and ownership of the stakeholders and to use a uh, a Minnesota catchphrase now of everybody needs to be rowing the boat. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is so critical that we're all rowing the boat. We're all on the same bus heading in the right direction.
1: So all of these items and these key components really sound like you need a lot of people involved in this. So it sounds like cash flow management really needs to be a company-wide approach. So tell us why you should be involving the whole company in this approach.
0: Well, I briefly mentioned it uh, when you're, you know, the, the the procurement or the purchasing cycle. That that involves all of those people who are buying what we need to buy. Mm -hmm. And they're a critical part of understanding where our cash is. Maybe that purchasing manager can, if we're a little tight on cash, can say, hey, how about if uh, we'll commit to buying this, but will you give us three months to pay for it? Uh, Because we're just a little short right now. Um, Or that sales manager uh, talking about uh, how do we get, uh, if we're a little tight on cash, how do we get the cash to come in? Or the other side of it could be, how do we get that large, profitable sales order, but we may need to give a little bit on our cash flow because we might be selling to somebody who's asking the same thing of, well, we'll buy this, but will you give us 90 days to pay for it rather than 30 days? So that's really how... Everybody fits into to that equation. And then, of course, it's everybody that works in those areas.
1: Wow. That does seem like an all-company kind of approach. But everybody has to be knowledgeable about this and kind of understanding what happens to, to be able to make those kinds of decisions. Right. Absolutely. So what are some pitfalls of cash flow forecasting? Well,
0: I think the first one really is if you don't have a goal or a target. And, and how I would express it of if you don't know where you're trying to get to, how will you know if you get there? You know, mm-hmm. and, and having a, a target of, well, how many days of cash should we have? Should we have six months of cash? Should we have 12? Should we have t- uh, a year's worth of cash? How much cash should we have? And I think there's a, a, a question that I like to ask, uh, especially if I'm uh, teaching students about it. Is there such a thing as having too much cash? And the answer is yes. There is such a thing as too much cash. The reason the answer is yes is because... It's likely then that you're not investing your cash in your strategic initiatives that end up enhancing the sustainability of your company. You have to keep investing in your company. Uh, and so just having that cash sitting there, not really doing anything, is a long-term detriment to the sustainability and viability of a company. So I think the another uh, aspect is unrealistic expectations, to achieve or exceed the targets. Uh, so an example would be, well, we're gonna put in an um, initiative that's gonna decrease the sales ty- cycle to collection from 50 days to 10 days. Well, you, you can put that in there and mm-hmm. it's gonna help your cash flow, but it's not realistic. And so I think that's that's the point that we're trying to make here, that it needs to be uh, r- realistic expectations. Unrealistic expectation, expectations are just gonna get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, missing critical components, like a capital plan or your debt planning. Uh, And then I think one of the biggest things is if there's just a lack of interest or ownership by key stakeholders.
1: Yeah, I can see that. So what services does CDS do with this type of uh, cash flow forecasting and projections and just even advising um, owners on what they should be looking at and developing these goals and targets and such?
0: Well, I, I think we, we offer a broad array of services from actually developing the model and starting from scratch. The the client may have nothing. They've just kind of been living by their checkbook and just kind of a, a thumbnail view of it, all the way to just assisting or advising that they have the resources that can they can do all of it. it this isn't complicated, but they can do all of it, and then we can just help them by you know, having that uh, expert set of eyes looking at it to say, okay, did you factor this in or... Maybe this looks a little unrealistic and just kind of giving them that outside look to help keep the uh, forecast uh, realistic and achievable.
1: And probably give them a view of, you know, what are your targets? Maybe an analysis that this is going to make it or this isn't going to make it. And if it's if you're not Mm -hmm. going to make your target possibly, what were some things that they could possibly do to make and achieve those strategies? Yep.
0: And sometimes, I'd say probably (laughs) oftentimes, uh, some of those initiatives to make some changes are best to come from an outside firm, uh, outside voice, um, because at the end of the day, then we kind of go away and the business has to just keep operating as a team.
1: This concludes our podcast for today. For more information on cash flow forecasting, please feel free to call CDS or check out our website, www.cdscpa.com.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Life and Advice from Inside CDS. We hope you gained some valuable insights and information on cash flow forecasting to help you succeed. The podcast is brought to you by the CPAs and trusted advisors inside the accounting firm of CDS.